This is the Kindy Rockstars Podcast, Season 4. Bringing you incredibly talented singers, artists, creators, and producers in the genre of children's music. I'm your host, Patrick Adams. Each episode will feature songs, albums, videos, or live performances, along with great stories from the artists themselves. Kindy Rockstar Season 4 is proud to be supported and sponsored by Waltmania Public Relations, serving the family entertainment community for more than 20 years. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kindy Rockstars. I am thrilled to have on the show with me today, Andy Zimenez, but you may know him better as Andy Z. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Patrick. Thank you for coming on. All right, well, let's learn about you, your first-time guest on the show. So tell us about yourself and how you got into making music for kids. So, uh, well, I'm... uh... I've always been into music ever since I was a little kid, and uh, I just, uh, you know, started with piano when I was really little, and then guitar, and then guitar became my love, and then my, my grades went down in <laughs> <the laughs> early high school, you know, and uh, and then uh, then then I kind of found a balance, but uh, but yeah, uh, I didn't end up doing music for a living until I discovered children's music, so uh, I feel extremely blessed to, to be able to do this for a living and for as long as I have been. And, uh, and I know that it's not a normal thing, even for people who are very popular, you know, in the kindy rock world in, in, in kindy music and children's music, they don't always get that chance. So, um, I just feel blessed to have the chance and to still be able to do it after all these years. So, so what was the, what was the moment when, when did you know that the children's music was for you? Was there like a, a performance that you did or an opportunity that you had? And then afterwards he's like, all right, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do. Uh, yeah, this, there was a moment. There was the moment. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, and actually it started off when I was doing, um, I had just got laid off from a tech job and that's what I was doing. That was what I was doing to pay the bills. And then nighttime as a, a moonlighting as a, as a musician, of course. Um, and I wasn't doing children's music yet, um, but I was doing singer songwriter stuff. And then I had an alternative rock band together too. Uh, and I was doing a, an open mic. I was hosting an open mic and doing an acoustic show at a place called canvas cafe in San Francisco. And my friend, uh, Seth, who later played drums with me for a while, uh, he said, Hey, you know, uh, my kid goes to this daycare, see, <laughs> and there's a music guy there and he's not doing very well right now. He's having some health issues and stuff and they're looking for somebody to fill in. So uh, what do you think? You know, would you like to do it? And I go, well, I don't know. I mean, I've never really done. What, what do I do? Like twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> I mean, what do I, you know, <laughs> what do I do anyway? You know? And so, uh, so I said, well, sure, I'll do it. You know, I just bring my guitar, right. And I'll learn some kids songs and do that. So I did it. And I swear to God, it was like one of those moments where it's like, oh, the sky opens up because uh, because the kids were just incredibly receptive and so receptive that they were just it was kind of like magnet magnetism. You know, they were drawn to me and I was drawn to them and they were like, you know, it was just this beautiful synergy. And, you know, this was my first time ever doing this. And I said, you know what? I think we got something here. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I mean, I love doing this and just the energy I feel. And then, so 
kind of reminded me of really what I loved doing when I was a kid and throughout my whole life. I loved telling stories. I loved making other kids in my classroom or uh, younger kids, you know, laugh. I liked doing all that. And I loved playing music. And, and so it was like, hey, you know, all of a sudden lights went off and I was like, I could put those all together and, you know, and do voiceovers too, because I used to do voices and things like that. So, so I'm like, this is, this is great. You know, so it just started off with a simple demo that became my first album. And, uh, and then it, it went off from there and I started creating uh, audio plays, I guess you'd call them uh, audio play albums. Uh, the Andy Land series is what they are. And it's <laughs> basically a story of Andy Land and the imaginary world with characters and places to visit and things like that. And there was it was a three uh, three album series. And it was actually what ended up putting me on the map. But uh, as far as radio goes, my very first album is what put me on the map because it was just traditional songs for kids. And it caught on really well on Pandora for some reason. So uh, that to this day... Pandora is where I get most of my royalties from. So, so it's kind of cool that it ended up working out that way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that's how it happened. And then I just, you know, I just took the ball and went with it and I was doing music and even doing music teaching at preschools and things like that. And then I moved to, uh, libraries and, and then city events and, and festivals and, uh, playing for mostly young kids, three, three to eight to to toddlers, three to eight, uh, and then once in a while playing for the, for the older ones. So. so how long after that first uh, transformative performance did you end up getting an album pulled together? Uh, yeah, that one, the, the first one, Pockets, that was actually what turned out to be the uh, the quickest one. And, it, and, it, and I ended up finishing it and uh, turning it out probably like six months seven months from when you know because i was already looking for ways to uh <clears throat> i had gotten laid off from the job basically as so many people did when the dot-com kind of crash happened so i did that you know and i said you know what i'm not getting any younger i'm going to try make it in music so that's when i went on the whole thing of doing open mics and doing all this other stuff and playing with my band and stuff and that's how it came to you know uh so that's why uh this opportunity came to me. I said, you know what? I'm just really going to go with it, you know? And so that's when I really started getting serious about putting things together and contacting schools and doing things like that and actually making my little demo, uh, a real CD, a real album, you know? So. Yeah. You talked about your, uh, your Andy land series. Does, do your albums typically have themes to them? Um, how, how do you kind of pull ideas together to create? I'd say, uh, the two, two or three, the three of the three of the albums that I have are basically collections, you know, collections of songs. Right, uh, pockets was like mostly traditional stuff with a few of my own uh, originals put in there. The first album I ever uh, recorded is Andy Z, and then uh, then the Andy Land series. But then I also uh, ended up doing a Halloween audio play, uh, which actually is the grand scream of things, and that one is actually meant for older kids as well. And that one uh, was the one that got us into uh, Austin City Limits Festival. And it was produced by, I don't know if you remember, Tor Hyams, uh, produced by him. And uh, and I just had all these awesome musicians on it. It took me, took me a year and a half to do the album. It was so involved because it was basically like a, 
it's like a movie as an audio play. It was basically like had the, 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 the whole script and I had, I brought people in to do character voices and I brought in, you know, horn sections and stuff like that. People would play with like Etta James and Todd Rundgren and stuff around here, like the, the local heavies around here. And, uh, and it was just incredible. But so that, that was another audio play, but it was to a whole other level. It wasn't just like, it was a story. It wasn't just like, well, this is a tour of Andy land and this is where we're going now, you know, kind of thing. Um, and then I did classic songs and traditional tunes, which is basically what it is, classic songs and traditional tunes. And uh, then I put together a, a, a collection of some of my most popular songs from the Andy Land uh, series uh, because I found probably too late uh, that it wasn't easy for people to play my songs uh so to speak it wasn't uh you know it's like oh well, oh it's an audio play okay well maybe you know so i didn't quite know how to go about it back then but that was a long time ago um uh, so i i released uh camp andyland which is some of my most uh popular songs from the andyland uh series and then since then i've just been doing uh some e i've done a few eps and i've done some singles and now i'm trying to get a full length album out <laughs> so we'll see what happens there <laughs> So oh, it's and then, crazy. But can I just acknowledge what a great Halloween title "Grand Scream of Things" is? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, and it's and it's. I mean, completely. The whole script is kind of tongue in cheek. I, I just, it was a stream of consciousness thing with me, and I'm just so so glad that I was able to get it out. Uh, but I, I tell you, it was a challenge. But I'm so I'm so glad it turned out the way it was. It actually uh, ended up getting. Uh, are you familiar with Funky Kids? radio awards. yeah yeah so it ended up getting uh runner-up for for uh, audio story of the decade i believe nice. what it was yeah and i'm like well that's kind of cool because i never i thought it never just really for for as good as it, it was being reviewed and things like that it never really you know caught on as much as some of the other stuff and uh and i was just like well that's kind of cool that it got kind of acknowledged for something like that and so that's uh so that's the claim, <laughs> the grand scream of things, uh, fame. But it was, uh, and it also got me into the Austin City Limits Festival. So we, we played there. So that was very cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, today we we have a song feature for everyone. Um, so it is called the Monkey Dance, which some people might be familiar with. But tell us how you uh, how you decided to uh, to work with this song. Well, you know the the my band and I we just you know once in a while we try to do some other songs, you know, other people's songs, other, uh, not even necessarily children's musician or, you know, uh, uh, kindy songs or children's music artist songs, but, uh, but, um, but, you, you know, just trying to mix it up for, for band shows basically. So, uh, I have a handful of band shows. Most of them are solo. Uh, but, but I have a handful of band shows a year. And, uh, so monkey dance was like, really a favorite there and it was like our version of it basically and i was like god it just has so much uh su such great energy with the with the band doing it and typically i've never gotten my band uh my whole band my like performing band they're basically my live performance band never gotten them all in, in uh together at once you know together on an on a recording it's always been well i'll you know i'll bring you can i bring you in for this can i bring you in for that but never the whole band so this is the first one where uh, i said you know this this seems like the best time to to release something like this so um so yeah the classic wiggles tune and uh 
and we did it. Uh, we recorded the basics, the drums and the bass, at a place called Timber Trout uh, Studios in in uh, in Oakland. And the guy named Casey Bowman, Bowman actually, and he is he's incredible, incredible. And I've always I've heard him on some really high profile kids and adult albums, and I'm like man and you're just gonna do it he goes yeah man i just really want to do it so so we went over there and we put the put the drums and the bass down and and i i you know had the basics already and stuff like that and then we we came in did the vocals and and uh what came out was basically what i i was hoping would come out of it was like the energy from the the show but just really in a tight you know fun uh recording basically so so that's what uh that's that's why I did the the monkey dance and um it's doing okay you know uh but it, it's what's really cool is for some reason i don't know how it happened but uh on pandora i was kind of looking at how things are going with it because you know you want to see if things are getting listened to and it's got like over ten thousand streams on on pandora nice. already and that doesn't usually happen that doesn't happen with my singles always you know sometimes it's like well, what happened? Did nobody listen to it, you know, or whatever? But <laughs> uh, but I was really stoked about that, and uh, and then uh, you know, and and it's doing okay on Spotify and the others. But uh, I was just I was very encouraging that uh, that it did that um, because I think it's a really fun song, and I think it's kind of one of the better produced uh, songs I put out. So I, I'm I'm pretty 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 happy about it. Very happy about it. So excellent. And, and the name of your band is. Well, it's the Andyland band. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Not to be self-serving or anything, but I mean, you know, if I call it Andyland, I'll call it the Andyland band, okay? Um, so, so yeah, and um, it's it's uh, the Andyland band over the years has has expanded and contracted. Basically, it all depends. But lately, it's been mostly like three people or four people. But uh, way back when, when I wasn't, uh, you know, when I wasn't so worried about like paying everybody and doing everything like that you know or or having to get everybody on the same page and just you know you know how hard that can be to get everybody on the same page to 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 do these kinds of things especially when it's not their main gig you know when you're just kind of bringing them in because mm -hmm. they're talented and they're willing to do it um but uh yeah so it's been i've been i've had as big a band as like 10 people like including like two dancers and stuff like that to like three you know so power trio to like you know uh practically a, an orchestra on stage so um so yeah so it's been it's really cool to kind of capture a little bit of andy land band um on my recording you know excellent so, well let's uh, check it out here is okay. the monkey dance by andy z <laughs> Tiger time. 
we're gonna do the snake. The snake, snake. Is it all right? It's all right. It's all right. We're gonna jump to the front and back. We're gonna jump to the front and back. We're gonna jump to the front and back. It's all right. It's all right. Let's do them all. We're gonna do the monkey. Do the elephant. The tiger, tiger. It's all right. It's all right. Woo! And that was the monkey dance. All right, Andy, let people know where they can stream, download, purchase that song. I know you mentioned Pandora, but uh, let everybody else know where, where they can find it, how they can find and connect with you, and what else is going on with Andy Z. Okay, well, uh, so you can you can download, you can stream it. So you can download and stream like at Bandcamp. I have a Bandcamp uh, uh, profile or whatever, a Bandcamp store, I guess you could say. And you can do all of it through andyz.com. But uh, you can also listen on, uh, I think, right still, Pandora and Spotify are my most popular. Uh, I'm most popular on those two platforms. Uh, but I'm also on, you know, Apple Music and, and Amazon Music and all the other ones as well. Um, so that's, that's where you can find me. But, uh, if you want to actually purchase ones, you can either do it through my website, andyz.com, or you can do it, uh, Bandcamp. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, so as far as where to find me, things like that. And I'm on YouTube too. And I have, uh, I have videos and, and things like that. So, um, and as far as what I'm doing, uh, what I've got in the works, a lot of stuff I've got in the works. Um, and I just recorded a song by somebody uh, else. Actually, I recorded her singing it, her very first song. But uh, And uh, I'm I'm going to be, we're going to be on uh, rolling out that one uh, probably this summer, I would think. But I also have a medley that I'm working on, which is uh, Mr. Sun slash <laughs> good day sunshine so uh that's another one that we love to do when we play live shows with the band so it actually also is one of those uh andy land band recordings so i'm excited about that and it's still in the works um but it will be it will be out probably uh we might even shoot for summer summer solstice maybe to just uh you know hey mr sun right so I mean, you gotta have what you gotta you gotta aim for some kind of special day to do it. As far as I'm concerned, so uh, so I'm gonna do that, and uh, then I really need to uh, record a whole new Andy Z album, and I probably have about two or three albums worth of stuff <laughs> of songs to do right now, uh, but just the time, you know. So so, uh, but I do plan on getting very serious about doing that because I haven't recorded a full length album in in a while. So. Um, so that's that's what's in the works right now. Oh, very good. Uh, so excited to hear that medley when it comes out. And uh, best of luck getting uh, the album pulled together. And thank you for coming on the show. It was really great to meet you. And um, look forward to talking to you again soon. Well, thank you so much for having me, Patrick. And I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. You got it.